welcome to another episode of Accessibility. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a black and red dress. A few weeks ago on this channel, I published an episode of Accessibility, all about shiny hunting mechanics in the mainline Pokemon series, and how some games in the series are better or worse for disabled gamers with conditions like ADHD or autism. Some really do a good job of providing a safe place to engage with repetitive tasks and randomised dopamine rewards, but some of them are more punishing than others in terms of feeding into compulsive loops that can be quite stressful to walk away from. I'll include a link to that video down in the description, but to summarise, I talked about the fact that several games in the Pokemon series have ways of doing very specific tasks to increase your odds of seeing very rare colour variants of Pokemon that don't functionally do anything different in-game, but they're a bit of a collectible status symbol for some. While some games in the series offer ways to instantly or permanently increase your odds of finding a shiny version of a specific Pokemon, not every Pokemon game is like this. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, for example, only have ways to temporarily increase your shiny odds for a species, and because that, that increase in shiny odds is so temporary, it can often lead to compulsion and a fear of walking away from a particular shiny hunt. It can make something that should be a calming way for a disabled person to spend time into something that can feel like stressful work they can't disengage from. With the recent release of Pokemon Legends Arceus, I wanted to revisit this topic because not only do I think that shiny hunting in this game is the most accessible for casual players that it's ever been, but I think that the way the mechanics are set up are the least prone to compulsion for disabled gamers they've ever been. The tasks that you have to do are small, they make sense, and if you get a shiny Pokemon to spawn, they are resilient. This game doesn't require huge amounts of work for the casual player to shiny hunt, but if you do want to go in that deep end, you're never at risk of losing progress. You are so guaranteed to keep your progress that I think it's worth discussing. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus and shiny hunting. We're going to talk about what some of the shiny hunting mechanics in the game are, we're going to talk about how those compare to past Pokemon games on the Switch in particular, and their shiny hunting methods, and we're going to talk about how this game makes shiny hunting something that can be naturally done through gameplay, and doesn't breed undue compulsion or fear of missing out. Let's start off with a very quick summary of shiny hunting as a way of playing Pokemon, and how the practice has worked on the previous Pokemon games on Nintendo Switch for reference. In the Pokemon series, every creature you encounter has a very rare chance of being a shiny Pokemon. It'll usually be a different colour to usual, with a sparkling animation and a special sound effect when encountered or used in battle. While the base odds of finding a shiny have varied over the years, for most modern Pokemon games, including every Pokemon game on the Switch, the base odds are 1 in 4096. However, each Pokemon game has a different method of making those odds better than usual if you wish to actively seek out a shiny Pokemon. In Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, the main method of improving shiny odds was chain combos. Pokemon in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee walk around, visible on the overworld, and will be visibly shiny when they spawn in, 
without needing to be encountered to check whether or not they're shiny. By encountering the same Pokemon species over and over, and either defeating or catching each one you encountered, without encountering a different species in between or having one flee, you create a chain that multiplies your shiny Pokemon odds. By encountering 32 or more of the same species in a row, you can get your odds of a shiny of that species temporarily down to around 1 in 300. While overworld visible shiny Pokemon were exciting, this shiny hunting method was incredibly prone to compulsive play, and was very fragile. If you saved and closed the game, your chain would no longer be active when the game was reopened, meaning that players were encouraged to, if they reached a chain of 32 encounters, not play anything else on their Switch until they'd managed to find a shiny Pokemon, or accidentally broken their chain. 1 in 300 odds is still pretty low, meaning that to actually find a shiny once at that 32 chain could be a very slow process. This shiny hunting method was accessible, but was set up in a way that for many shiny hunters on the autism spectrum in particular, caused anxiety about walking away from the game. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, players could catch or knock out 500 creatures of a specific species to permanently raise the odds of that species being shiny. While this method raised your shiny odds permanently, it was a very big time commitment per species, which in some cases would lead to obsessive amounts of play. The game's Crowned Tundra DLC introduced co-op raid quests, in which players would see much higher shiny odds of around 1 in 100, but the Pokemon encountered in those dens were not shown as shiny during the encounters, only at the end of a string of four fights, with a large pool of randomised spawns and group consensus needed to pick which Pokemon to encounter. That meant that if you were after a specific shiny species, you would need to hope that it was offered on your pass through this den encounter, then hope that those that you were playing with agreed to encounter it and not something else, and then hope that it was shiny. Each run was short in length, breeding a potentially compulsive one more try loop. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl mostly focus on radar chaining for improved shiny odds. Players need to, much like Pokemon Let's Go, get a chain of encounters of the same species on repeat to raise their shiny odds. However, here the odds of the chain continuing to the needed maximum of 40 are not in the player's control, they're entirely random, with a 7% chance of the chain failing after each of the 40 consecutive needed encounters. Basically, you have to get really lucky to get to the good shiny odds. The odds of a successful chain to reach max shiny odds are around 5%, that's the odds of you getting that 93% continue 40 times in a row, which would then give you a 1 in 99 shiny odds. Much like Let's Go, you can't save mid-chain and close the game and walk away. Chains don't save their elevated shiny odds if you close the game, which leads to potential compulsion. So how does Pokemon Legends Arceus handle shiny hunting? Well, in a few different ways, all of which are very resilient and persistent. Pokemon Legends Arceus is ultimately a game focused on completing the player's Pokedex rather than a traditional quest to defeat gym leaders and a rival trainer, and that Pokedex completion helps the player work towards permanent increased shiny odds. Each creature in the Pokedex has a series of unique tasks to be completed to fill in its Pokedex entry, ranging from 
watching them use a specific move a set number of times, to catching a certain number without being seen. If a player raises a creature's Pokedex research grade to level 10, which can be done fairly quickly in the regular course of play, that creature gets a boosted chance of being shiny. Then, if the player completes the creature's full dex entry, they get another, more sizable boost to their shiny odds. Both of these are tasks needed to be completed to work through the game regardless, and quickly allow for permanent shiny odds boost to specific species. The game ultimately pushes the player toward the long-term goal of completing every Pokémon's Pokédex entry, at least to level 10, in order to work towards the final boss of the game. In doing so, the game encourages the player to, over time, increase the shiny odds of every creature they encounter, rewarding the player at the end of the game with an item called the Shiny Charm, an item which will again raise the shiny odds for every species in the game. While not forced, the core structure of Pokémon Legends Arceus encourages players to gradually build their shiny odds for their favourite species over time, in a way that doesn't require obsessively looking for shiny Pokémon, but offers gradual gameplay tasks that will naturally bring them toward more shiny Pokémon. Additionally, shiny Pokémon in Legends Arceus appear shiny in the overworld, with a loud sound effect and visibly hard-to-miss sparkle animation, even without being encountered for a fight. This means that, once a player has progressed far enough into the game to unlock various mounts, they can quickly run around a large open area, listening for the shiny sound effect and looking for the animation, and discover if any shiny Pokémon are nearby. This is somewhat like Pokémon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, but accidentally encountering a Pokémon that isn't the one you're trying to shiny hunt won't make it less likely that you'll find a shiny if it's out there. Beyond that, shiny Pokémon which spawn are a lot more resilient in Legends Arceus than past games. If you saw an overworld visible shiny Pokémon back in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and saved next to it, if you closed or reset the game, the shiny would not be there when you got back. In Legends Arceus, if you see a shiny Pokémon spawn, you can save your game and it will still be there after a reset. If you set your game to manual saves only when you see a shiny, and manually save, you don't have to worry that accidentally knocking out that shiny, or your switch running out of battery will get rid of it forever. You can also run away to any location on the current map and grab resources to craft more Pokeballs, teleport to another part of the map, go heal up your team and come back. You can basically do anything and that shiny Pokemon will stay in its location in the game world. The only thing that will cause it to despawn is going back to Jubilife Village, your primary hub world. That said, there is one other shiny hunting method in Legends Arceus worth discussing. Mass Encounters. By the time you complete the first area of Pokémon Legends Arceus, you'll find that sometimes when on the map screen deciding which area to travel to, some areas will feature a circle and an image of a Pokémon. These signify that a large number of that species will spawn somewhere on the map if you go there, and those encounters will have a drastically increased chance of being shiny. Now, what's important to know about these encounters is these are by far the most likely place you will find shiny Pokémon, and you don't have to do anything at all to get those elevated shiny odds. If you do absolutely no work on your Pokédex and go to one of these mass spawning events, your odds of a shiny Pokémon are around 1 in 150. To put that into perspective, 100%ing a Pokédex entry makes that species shiny odds, outside of a mass outbreak, 1 in 1024. Sure, that work makes you four times more likely than usual to find a wild shiny of that species, but rocking up to a mass outbreak of your favourite species already gives you incredibly good shiny odds. 
There's some luck involved in hoping that a species you want gets a mass outbreak, but at its core you can see a species that you like get a mass outbreak, show up, and have a better chance of finding a shiny than Let's Go gave players for a 32 encounter chain that they couldn't close the game without losing. Pokemon Legends Arceus makes the tasks that you have to complete to get the best possible shiny odds for a species quick, accessible, and things that people are doing generally while playing. Every other game in the Pokemon series makes shiny hunting mechanics things that are obfuscated and hidden away, that someone probably has to explain to you and talk through in great detail, but just by playing through Legends Arceus with very transparently presented tasks, the way you're sort of expected to play, you're automatically going to increase a lot of your shiny odds just by generally playing the game. On top of that, shiny Pokemon stick around, and I can't state how big of a deal it is to me as an autistic gamer who sometimes gets stressed about shiny Pokemon, that I can just save in front of one and close the game and play something else and come back later and it'll still be there. So many times, what is often a really rewarding repetitive task for me has moments of being stressful because the Pokemon Company for years has had this real compulsion about not letting you save just before a shiny encounter in order to just safely walk away. It's such a big change that is going to make something that's a real special interest of mine just that little bit less stressful and a little less upsetting, and I'm really excited about that. The difference in shiny odds between someone who has 100%ed a Pokedex entry and has the shiny shaman has put all that time in is honestly pretty small when you compare it to the huge bump that comes from just showing up to a mass outbreak, and I'm honestly really okay with that. There's a bit of a difference. If you do everything possible to maximise your shiny odds, you can get your odds down to something like 1 in 128, and I think if you just rock up to a mass outbreak without a level 10 or a full Pokedex entry and no shiny charm, you get somewhere in the 1 in 150 odds. It's a bit of a bump, but it's not that huge, and ultimately, if you want a shiny of a specific species, it's only going to take you a few hours to 100% a Pokedex entry. But if you just casually see a Pokemon that you like, and it's on the map, and you go, I really like a shiny of that, you can just show up and have nearly as good of a chance, and this is going to make casual shiny hunting a lot more accessible to casual players, and as someone that has an obsessive level interest in shiny hunting, I don't want to gatekeep that, I am excited that more people will have a casual way to go and find a shiny of their favourite Pokemon, with very little effort required. If I want to make that 100% effort, I can, but not everyone has to, and I think that's how this should be. I know many shiny hunters will scoff at the increased ease of getting increased shiny odds, but I'm not one of those people. Shiny hunting in the Pokemon series has been an obsessive level special interest of mine for years, and I don't want to gatekeep that. I know that not everyone is like me, and I know that some people struggle more with the compulsion element of shiny hunting than I do, and anything that lowers the bar of entry for people to start engaging with something I love is only a good thing. I can still obsessively spend hours and hours 100%ing every Pokedex entry in Legends Arceus, but I don't want that to be something that has to be done 
for someone to start playing around and finding these fun, colour-coded, unique creatures. I want other people to experience the excitement of their first shiny and realise that that's something that they like and that they want and to get invested in improving their odds themselves because they had an accessible entry point and this game does that. This game offers a way for people to get into shiny hunting that doesn't require huge obsessive amounts of legwork, that is transparently communicated, and that introduces people gently to a hobby that I love without such a risk of compulsion. I think that's a beautiful thing. <laughs>